cranberry sauce might be the secret ingredient for a delicious Thanksgiving dinner, but I have a secret ingredient for a more relaxing Thanksgiving, and it might surprise you what it is. If you're curious, go ahead and grab your favorite fall drink, a little bit of pumpkin spice, a little bit of cinnamon on it, get your favorite comfort, comfortable blanket and join me and find out what it is. Let's do it. Cue the music. Have you ever felt overwhelmed by homeschooling? I don't know about you, but sometimes as a homeschooling mom, it feels like I have so much on my plate that I can hardly catch my breath. Well, if you've ever felt that way, then you're in the right place because this is the Catch Your Breath Podcast. I'm Inga Masick, certified life coach and a mental wellness advocate. With over three decades in education and over 10 years homeschooling, I'm right there in the trenches with you. In this podcast, we're going to dive into some actionable strategies that are not only going to help you manage your stress, but also help you to have more joy, freedom, and balance in your homeschooling journey. So if you're ready to go from simply striving to truly thriving, then let's breathe through homeschooling together. Are you ready? It's time to catch your breath. Welcome to the Catch Your Breath podcast. If this is your first time here, I just want to say thank you for joining me and giving me a little bit of your podcast space. And if you are back again, what's up, sis? Thank you for coming back. I'm excited about this episode. But before we even jump into it, I want to check in. How are you doing? How has your holiday been going so far? During this season, it can be challenging to remember to check in with ourselves. It can be challenging to catch your breath. It can be challenging to pause. I want to remind you to press pause. I want you to remember that in order for you to truly be able to see what you need and be able to give yourself what you need, you have to you have to have to ask the question. You have to stop and pause and ask yourself, how are you doing? What do you need? So I hope that you're doing that. And secondly, I want to say thank you. I am so grateful for you. I am honored that I get to have this space and that you show up each time. And even if this is your first time, I'm grateful that you have clicked on this and that you're listening that you're tuning into this episode I don't take it lightly and so I want you to know that as I think about what I'm grateful for this season you are on that list as we think about this season and this this Thanksgiving time we know that it is that wonderful warmth we have that family time but as we are kind of going into we're doing the Thanksgiving, but we're also moving into the Christmas season. A lot of times it can feel a little overwhelming. Because if we think about all the things that we have to do, especially just around the Thanksgiving time, a lot of times we might be the ones that are preparing the feast. And if we're not and we're traveling, we might be the ones that are setting up all of the traveling, getting everybody together. We might be decorating during this time. And on top of that, we still might be managing our homeschooling schedule. And so it's a lot. So first of all, if you feel overwhelmed by it if you feel a sense of even exhaustion trying to figure out how to juggle all the things a know that that's normal b know that there is another side to it so you can get over it but you first have to accept that you have it normalize the fact that you feel that way do not feel 
bad about all the things that you have to do, but then also feel bad about how you feel about it. You don't need that layer, so do not do that. But even though we have those feelings, even though it's normal, I want you to know that there are things that we can do about it. And one of the key things that we can do can feel like a little secret ingredient for several reasons. But before we even talk about what the reasons are, let me tell you what it is. I know this suspense is killing you. It's delegation. Delegation is one of the secret things that we can do. And it's secret and it's or it's surprising. It may not be secret to you, but it might be surprising because we forget that delegation can actually bring our families together. And the challenge to when we think about that sometimes is that it may not feel that way. Because if you have children uh, who aren't necessarily jumping up and down to do tasks at all times, it may feel stressful to think about asking them to do something. But I think that what is wonderful about delegating, especially during this time, is that you're giving everyone a part to play in creating this holiday magic that you may be trying to create. So as you have each person in the family taking on a task, it's not only lightening your load, but it's also giving them ownership of the celebration. And so they get to feel like they play a part in it rather than it's just something that's been created for them. It can be surprising, and it's often surprising to me sometimes, how much my kids enjoy being involved and how much they can actually handle when I think about our our birthday celebrations and while we have a special thing that we do where we send the birthday person to bed and then that night we're all planning. As much as my kids are excited about being on the receiving end of that, I would say they're 10 times excited to be the one in a part of it. So before, I was the one that was constantly setting up all the stuff and thinking through everything. And when I realized that I needed to have some help and started delegating, the first few times it was me delegating. After that, it was really them saying, can we do this or let's add this piece. They took ownership of it. And that meant that they enjoyed the person's birthday so much more. I found that to be true with my Thanksgiving celebrations and my Christmas celebrations, any of that stuff, that they love to be a part of it, that I'm giving them a sense of pride and belonging when they get to do this. And so not just with my children, but also with my husband, I recognize that he would prefer to have a wife who is happy and completely a part of it. And so I think that while it's easy to get into that space of I have to do everything because I'm the mom because I'm I'm the nurturer and the planner and all of that and I can start to tell myself I can create this whole narrative in my mind that nobody wants to help me that I have to do it all by myself I can turn myself into a martyr and I can assign people roles in this that okay so he's the person who always watches football my kids are the ones who just kind of sit around I can do all of that and then start to behave in that way without pausing and communicating my needs and talking about what I need so I want to talk a little bit about why this can be a challenge for us because before we even get into how we can change it and how we can delegate 
I want to recognize that for many of us, myself included, I'm raising my hand over here, delegation was not something that I really saw as feasible. And even before feasible, I didn't even think about it, if I'm completely honest with you. I just didn't even think about the fact that I, the delegation was a thing for, you know, like I, I know how it is to sign, assign chores to my children, but just thinking past the chores and saying, how can they help me in all of the areas was not something I was thinking about. So here's why it might be surprising for you as well. A lot of times we have some unrealistic expectations about having to handle everything ourselves. So because as homeschooling moms, we are a lot of times doing all the educating ourselves and we're managing the household task, we don't usually give up some of the household task when we take on homeschooling. So we've got those things, then it makes sense to us that then we would also do all of the holiday preparations and that. And a lot of times it could be just societies or even our own personal beliefs, the expectations that we have about what it means to be a good mom and what it means to be an involved mom, what it means to be that mom that's doing all the things. And we, we can let that go. We can, first of all, change our mindset around that, that when we look at the definition of what a good mom is, that we might we might need to change it because it's not a mom that does all the things. The other thing that we can do is get really, I would say, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? We get really concerned about what delegation needs to look like. And so we might think that it would just be easier for us to do it ourselves because if we delegate, then we've got to teach people how to do this thing and that thing and that thing. And I'm not going to tell you that that's not true. It may be true that you will have to do a certain level of teaching and instruction and training around the thing if it's something that requires that. But that's the beauty of it because you're teaching them a lot of times something that could be a life skill that they're going to be able to use as they move and they go on and become adults. But also you're also helping them to notice the need and be able to then step in and, and help. So you're teaching them how to help, but you're also teaching them to notice the need. And hopefully, if you're not doing that, definitely do that. This will help me. Tell them how it will help them as you're teaching them. And if we think that delegation is complicated, we have to change our mindset in that. Because it's as simple as, if you're not comfortable saying, I need help with this, it's as simple as saying, okay, please do this thing. One of my friends, I laugh at her all the time. I call her the queen of delegation because she'll just say, okay, so-and-so come here. I need you to do this thing. I don't even actually think she says I need I need you to. She'll just say, come, do that thing. Okay, do that thing. And so I just think it's just so easy because it's just like, here's the thing to do. Here's how to do it. And then you move on. And it may be challenging, but sometimes if it's not important that it looks exactly the way that you did it, then when you delegate, give the task over and then leave it. Now, if it's something, you know, in the way you're cooking a meal or something like that, and you need to be a part of it, then be a part of it. But if not, just assign it and let it go. I was going to talk about my husband with, with laundry, but the reality is I would say that I delegated to him, but I really didn't. He took it over and is amazing. He does it way better than I ever could. And even though in the very beginning, it wasn't the way I might have done it. I was like, what is most important? 
that it is done and that he is is agreeing to do this things that, that truly helps me or that it looks the way that I want it to look. And so you do not have to make this a perfect place where you're trying to tell them to do exactly what you would do, how you would do it, when you when you would do it. You can just hand off the task and be okay with it. Another thing that might be surprising to you is how much your family members, including your children, can contribute to the holiday preparations. I think that sometimes we think about including our children in these things that it's going to be a lot of work because we're going to have to do a lot of talking, we're going to have to do a lot of leading, we have to do a lot of uh, making sure that they understand. And a lot of times the opposite is true. It usually gives both us and them in more engagement, more enjoyment, and we have a sense of a shared accomplishment. So just think about some of the tasks that you do. And when you sit back and look at it and you're like, this was done, how you feel about it, you can share that with your child. And they can see on the back end how all of this works together so that they know it's not some magic thing that just happens, like there's work that happens. And if you change it and make it in a way where it's a family involvement, where we're doing it together, then it doesn't seem like you're just unhappy about doing it. They can see, okay, this takes a lot of work and they might appreciate the work that you put into it. Another thing that's closely related to that one is that we may underestimate our family's willingness to help. So you might not delegate because you think that your family doesn't really want to help. And so you might actually be pleasantly surprised to find out that your family members, your children, and your husband are not only very capable of doing the task that you need to get done, but they're actually very willing. They want to be a part of it. They want you to smile. I can't think of any instance where your family would choose perfection over present. They want you to be present. They want you to be there. They want you to show up. And if they know that by doing that thing, by helping, by participating, that you can be more present for the experience, a lot of times we'd be surprised that they would actually say, absolutely, I want to do that. Another reason why I feel like it might be a secret is because we might not realize that when we delegate and then ease the workload for ourselves, it truly enhances our holiday experience. Not just for us, because we are transformed because we don't have to do all this stuff. So we're taking that pressure off. But then that transformation that we have is then going to lead into our relationship with our family, the effects that it has on our family. You are instilling a sense of responsibility in your children. You're instilling a sense of compassion. You're instilling an opportunity for them to observe, to be able to see what needs to be done. And you're bonding with them over something that's important to you that you can help them to make it important to themselves. And then finally, it could be surprising for you to realize that delegating tasks is a form of self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to allow you to have some better balance between what are your personal needs and your responsibilities and then what is what else needs to get done within the house. And this is going to impact your overall well-being. I want you to know that if delegation is not something that you're accustomed to, it's going to take some practice. You're going to have to spend some time doing it. 
And the only way that you're going to get better is by doing it, by looking for opportunities to delegate. Become a detective. And as you have all your things written down, because it's important, you've already done that, on that list, look at how which of these things can I delegate and who can I delegate? And really look at how can it involve everybody? So make it a situation where you're saying, I have to find a task for everybody. Which one of these tasks can I have them do? And once you decide that, a simple thing you can do is start with a family meeting. And a family meeting does not have to be a long, drawn out, you know, we schedule it for this time. And we, we have all these different things. It doesn't have to be that. But it can be. You can make it something really fun where you make some cookies or you have some popcorn and you just sit down and you talk about it. And then you talk about all the things that need to be done and you let everyone, if you're comfortable with that, pick a task or two that they want to handle. So you're going to have more buy-in if they're like, I actually want to do that. And it can be simple things like, you know what, this year I need somebody to set the table. I need some help with cooking. These are the these are the meals that I need help with. This is how I need help in the kitchen. Or you might say, I want us to do something fun and I'd love for you to give me some ideas for what to do for a fun Thanksgiving craft or something like that where you're feeling like I, you really want to plan something that's really enjoyable and exciting and all the things, but you're just burnt out and you can't. That might be something to give to someone in the home who loves to do that kind of stuff and you may not even know if you have someone in that house that can do it but you could say this is what I'm thinking does anybody have anything that we could do remember that the goal is for you to work together as a team so be open to any ideas that your family is going to give you and then don't worry if things aren't perfect live in that place where it doesn't have to be perfect that they can do it together I will say you know if you're big in the kitchen and it's going to be challenging for you to give up any of that control in the kitchen. But you know you really need help because you're in the kitchen all day cooking on Thanksgiving and you just want some more support. Think of simple and easy ways that you can have them help in the kitchen. That they can peel the potatoes if the peeling how you peel the potatoes doesn't matter. Or have them clean up before you start or clean up after you're done. Just think of a way that it's going to take that stress off of you and then have them come in and help and as we were talking about the family meeting it doesn't even have to be a family meeting you can just call everybody to the counter and just talk about what you need to get done or one of my favorite things cheesy corny I know but it's who I am I like to write all of my stuff down on construction paper colored paper or we have a big dry erase board that everybody can see in the kitchen and I just Write down the things that need to get done, especially those things that I'm delegating. Put a little box and then either assign people with parentheses behind it or say, all right, I need everybody to choose two things from the list. Go write your name. And they love it. They We use that board so much. I didn't expect that we would fall in love with that board, but it's been very helpful. And what I like to do, especially if it's something that has like a start and finish, I might say, all right, so when we get everything on this list done, then we're going to have this celebration. And celebration is really for us anything, simple things. We're going to take a walk together. I'm going to play a video game with you. They love that one over and over again. Um, we're going to watch a movie together, whatever it is, that 
we can do as a celebration after we've done it. If that's not the case, then you can just say, you want them to see that by them participating in the thing, there's a benefit to them. So for me, it's always that I believe the benefit is that they want to spend more time with me. So the the reward is always that I can stop doing this thing and I can go do this. When they see that, they are more than happy to help. So I want you to repeat after me. This Thanksgiving, I will look for ways to involve my family in the chores that I need to do. And the things that you need to do, you're going to include your family in that. And when you do that, think of it as you're embracing togetherness. Like I'm going to embrace togetherness. How can we do these things together? Because that's going to be the delegation. Let that sink in. Remember that when we're sharing those tasks, when we're celebrating together, when we share the tasks, we celebrate together better. But when we think about delegating, when we think about how can we give our families an opportunity to participate in the task and to serve us, to help us, to make this a family thing that we're doing together, it is going to bring so much joy. I encourage you to try this new approach to Thanksgiving. If it's new to you, embrace it. Look at the power of delegation for all of the things that it can do. It's going to transform your holiday if you do this, but it really can transform your homeschool. It can transform your life. Remember, if you're looking for some more support and some strategies to navigate your homeschooling journey, you're listening to this and you're like, well, that's fine, but that's just the holidays. What about my entire homeschool experience right now? I am overwhelmed. I'm stressed out. I need some support. I need some help. I have my six-month one-to-one coaching program that's opening back up in January. I'm excited to offer this again. I had some other things I was doing, and I kind of closed it down, and I'm opening it back again because I know that I can support you, and I can truly help you to be excited about this if you're not. If you're feeling overwhelmed, there's a strategy for that. I call myself a homeschool strategist because I look for those strategies, those intentional strategies that we can implement to help us to be holistically okay our holistic well-being is something that i really extreme i think is extremely important on this homeschooling journey and so when we look at all of these pillars all of these things they come together to give us an amazing homeschooling experience but truly an amazing life and so i want to support and help you in that if that is something that you're interested in then book a free discovery call with me and let's talk about it let's see As I say before, if you're curious, if you even wonder what the six months could look like, it's easier for me to talk about it in terms of your situation rather than here on the podcast. So go ahead and schedule your discovery call and let's talk about it. I wish you a peaceful, a joyful, and fulfilling Thanksgiving. Until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this episode empowered, equipped, and most of all, encouraged you. Don't forget to share your thoughts on today's topics because I'd love to hear how you're implementing these strategies. And you can do that in the free community where you can connect with me and other like-minded moms. You'll get some practical tips for homeschooling and teaching your child, managing your stress, and prioritizing your self-care. You can also ask questions there. You can participate in the fun challenges. And of course, you can celebrate your wins because we like to party over there. 
Also, if this was helpful and you know that it can be helpful to someone else, leave a review or share this with another homeschooling mom who needs to catch her Mommy! Mommy! <laughs> well, that's my cue. But before I go, I want to leave you with these words from Philippians 4, 6-7. I pray that you won't be anxious about anything, but that in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you would present your request to God and that you will experience the kind of peace that surpasses understanding as you navigate the stresses of life and homeschooling. Until next time, remember to take a moment to catch your breath.